This Month of Womanica is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a hub for conversation about what it means to be professional today and what the future of work might look like. LinkedIn members are discussing the changing landscape of when, how, and where we work, and what it looks like when we need to take time away to focus on family or mental health. These days, more of us are feeling comfortable showing up to work as our full selves and encouraging others to do the same. Our needs should not stunt career development and growth. Instead, the workplace will improve as employees show up authentically on their own terms. Post your truth. Show the world the authentic professional you. And join the conversations redefining professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Welcome professionals. Hey listeners, it's Jenny with another podcast I think you'll love. TED Talks Daily. Every weekday, you'll hear new ideas on every topic imaginable, from artificial intelligence to how the war in Ukraine can change everything. One episode in particular that I thought you'd really like is the recent talk from creator, comedian, and actress Lily Singh. Lily gets into how women and girls are conditioned to believe success is a seat at the table, when really, we should build a better table. She's hilarious and not only shares intimate experiences from her career, but also offers ways we can build a more inclusive society where girls are encouraged and empowered to do great things. Stick around to hear part of her talk or head over to TED Talks Daily from the TED Audio Collective, wherever you listen. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Shira Atkins. Proud to be standing in for my co-founder, Jenny Kaplan, today. This month, we're talking about innovators. These are women from inventors to big thinkers whose decisions to explore new paths led us to where we are today. Today, we're talking about a woman who would become known as the Sun Queen. She dedicated her career to harnessing the power of the sun through technology, proving over and over again how humans can use it for energy. Please welcome Maria Telkish. Maria was born in Budapest, Hungary, on December 12, 1900. Her parents were Oladar and Maria Telkesh. Maria developed an interest in science early on. She studied physical chemistry at the University of Budapest, earning a bachelor's degree in 1920 and a doctorate in 1924. She began her career as an instructor at the university, but within a year left home to visit a relative in Ohio. While in the United States, Maria was offered a job as a biophysicist at the Cleveland Clinic Foundation. They wanted her to investigate the energy produced by living organisms. She worked there until 1937, the same year she became a U.S. citizen. For the following two years, she researched patents on new devices that could convert heat energy into electrical energy. All of Maria's work led to the opportunity to study something she'd been curious about since high school solar energy. In 1939, she joined MIT's Solar Energy Conversion Project. But World War II was already on the horizon. The United States government recruited Maria as a civilian advisor to the Office of Scientific Research and Development, the OSRD. She was tasked with inventing a portable method of converting salt water into clean drinking water. Previously, salt water had to be heated until it turned to steam. The salt was left behind, and the steam condensed back into pure water. Maria designed a device which used the heat of the sun to vaporize the salt water. 
this small device could be used on life rafts to provide drinking water to people waiting for rescue at sea. Maria's device saved the lives of many torpedoed sailors and drowned airmen during World War II. For this work, she received the OSRD Certificate of Merit in 1945. In the late 40s, it wasn't yet clear that oil would come to dominate the environment and the economy. With anxiety about where to find the energy for economic growth, various architects, designers, and engineers focused on how solar energy could fill this need. The architect Eleanor Raymond and Maria Telkesh embarked on the Dover Sun House, a project funded by the philanthropist and sculptor Amelia Peabody. Maria designed a unique chemical system for the house. It was meant to absorb and store daytime solar radiation for nighttime heating. Previously, heating systems stored solar energy in the form of hot water or heated rocks. But Maria's system converted the solar heat into chemical energy. Maria's system successfully kept the oddly shaped house warm throughout the winter. After that, Maria dedicated the rest of her career to solar energy, designing solar ovens, dryers, and air conditioning systems. The National Academy of Science Building Research Advisory Board honored her pioneering contributions to solar heat technology in 1977. This award recognized Maria's innovations, putting her on a playing field with the likes of Frank Lloyd Wright and Buckminster Fuller, who had also received the award. Maria died on December 2, 1995. It was her first visit to her hometown of Budapest in 70 years. She was 94 years old. All month, we're highlighting innovators. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica. Thanks for allowing me to step in as guest host of Womanica. And special congratulations to Liz Kaplan, our co-creator, who's getting married this weekend. Talk to you tomorrow. You see, my goal was always a seat at the table. It's what women are conditioned to believe success is. And when the chair doesn't fit, when it doesn't reach the table, when it's wobbly, when it's full of splinters, we don't have the luxury of fixing it or finding another one. But we try anyways. We take on that responsibility and we shoulder that burden. Now, I've been fortunate enough to sit at a few seats at a few different tables. And what I've learned is, when you get the seat, trying to fix the seat won't fix the problem. Why? Because the table was never built for us in the first place. The solution? Build better tables. Allow me to be your very own IKEA manual. I would like to present to you a set of guidelines I very eloquently call how to build a table that doesn't suck. I've been told I'm very literal. <laughs> Now, right off the bat, let me tell you, this assembly is going to take more than one person or group of people. It's going to take everyone. Are you ready? Should we dive in? Let's do it. Up first, don't weaponize gratitude. Now, don't get me wrong, gratitude is a great word. It's nice, it's fluffy, a solid 11 points in Scrabble. Okay? <laughs> However, let's be clear, although gratitude feels warm and fuzzy, it's not a form of currency. Women are assigned 10% more work and spend more time on unrewarded, unrecognized and non-promotable tasks. 
Basically, what this means is all the things men don't want to do are being handed to women, and a lot of those things largely include things that advance inclusivity, equity, and diversity in the workplace. So hear me when I say, a woman shouldn't be grateful to sit at a table. She should be paid to sit at a table, especially ones she largely helped build. And a woman's seat shouldn't be threatened if she doesn't seem grateful enough. In other words, corporations, this step involves a woman doing a job and being paid in money, opportunity, and promotion, not just gratitude. And women, yeah, go ahead, live it up, do your, do your, live your life. And women, a moment of real talk. Trust me, I've been there, and I know it is so tough. But we have to understand and remember that being grateful and being treated fairly are not mutually exclusive. I can be grateful but still know exactly what I deserve, and that's the way to do it.